You are listening to the Purpose Church High School Ministry Podcast. Whether this is your first episode or you've heard them all, God has something to say to you. Our vision is to see every student everywhere following Jesus, and we hope this message helps you take your next step in your faith. To learn more about our high school ministry, visit our website, purposechurch.com HSM, and check us out on Instagram at purposehsm. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Um, I want everybody to have a Bible tonight, so I'm going to ask our leaders to bring a, the Bible card down. Every single one of you are going to have a Bible tonight, so if you brought one, you can pass. By the way, your phones don't count. You've got to have a paper copy. We're going to be in the Word today, um, so make sure you guys get a Bible. Um, and we're going to be in the book of Psalms today. So if you've got your Bible, why don't you guys start turning to the book of Psalms. You can find it in the, or what's it called? The table of contents, or it's kind of right in the middle of the Bible. But I'll wait a couple minutes till we've all got our Bibles tonight. Um, also, if uh, you guys want a Bible, we wouldn't be a high school ministry if we didn't have free Bibles. So if you guys want... We actually have a ton of these nice black, like, leather Bibles. So if you guys want one, if you don't have a Bible or maybe yours is old and you've had it since you were, like, five years old, come find me. Um, ask your guys' life group leader, um, and we can give you guys a free Bible tonight. So if you guys want one, let me know. Uh, let your life group leader know. It's this exact same one as me. It's super nice. Um, the Bible is so important, you guys. It's really the roadmap to our lives if you guys are... if. If you're a Christian, you know, whether or not you're a Christian, the Bible is true. Um, it's jam-packed with so much wisdom. Um, so if you don't have one, make sure you guys grab one. All right, looks like we're still handing a few out. Reminder, we're in the book of Psalms tonight. Psalms chapter 6, we're going to start. Wait, why you guys are turning there? I'll tell you guys a funny story that happened today. Um, does anybody wear a retainer? Yes, my people. So I got a new retainer this morning, and with the new ones, they're very hard to get out. So I got an Invisalign, it snapped in, and I could not get it out at all. It was so tight, and I was really nervous. And um, Mackie's my roommate, and I was freaking out to her. I was like, Mackie, I can't get it out. I'm supposed to speak at HSM tonight. What am I going to do? And it was probably 10 minutes went by, and I was like, Mackie, I'm going to rip a tooth out. Like, it won't come out. Guys, I ripped the crown out in my molar. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got you guys. <laughs> no, but I couldn't get it out, so I'm still wearing it. I'm still wearing it. I'm just kidding. I got you guys again. You guys are so gullible. Okay. Uh, we're going to be in the book of Psalms, so open up to Psalms chapter 6. You guys in there yet? Chapter 6. Gabriel, I see your Bible's not open yet. Psalms chapter 6. I think I've got a slide with uh, all the verses we're going to be in tonight. Um, it's all the Psalms, yes. So, tonight, uh, we are in the book of Psalms, and uh, the book of Psalms was written by a man named David, and um, David, in the, throughout the whole book of Psalms, he was asking the exact same question that we are answering tonight, which is, God, do you care when we hurt? Do you care that I'm hurting? And so, we're going to actually go through um, a handful of questions, or a handful of verses of different ways that David is asking this exact same question in the Bible. So let's start with Psalms chapter 6, verse 6. It says this. All night long I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. Wow. 
David is very clearly hurting right now. Next, we're going to Psalms chapter 10. You guys turn to that page. Psalms chapter 10, verse 1. It says, Why, Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? I'll read that again. I want you guys to really hear this. Why, Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? Maybe you guys have found yourself at this place where you're asking, God, where are you right now? Do you even hear me? Are you listening to me? Maybe you feel like he's distant. Just know that David felt that same exact way. Next is Psalms 13, chapter 1. No, chapter 13, verse 1. You guys turn to that one. Psalms 13, verse 1 says, How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? That's powerful. Last one is Psalms 22, verse 2. Oh, I skipped one. Psalms 17. Ah, some of you guys knew. Psalm 17, verse 1. It says, Hear me, Lord, my plea is just. Listen to my cry. I'll read it again. Hear me, Lord, my plea is just. Listen to my cry. Next, Psalms 22, verse 2. 22, 2. It says, my God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. Let me read that again. My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. Now David is saying, he's, he's crying himself to sleep. He's weeping. He's drenching his pillow with tears. He's saying, God, where are you? Do you even hear me? And uh, if you guys know me, um, if you know part of my story, um, there's a season of life that I was really hurting. Um, this was my hiking accident where I became paralyzed from the waist down. I couldn't move my legs. My whole life flashed before my eyes. Um, by the grace of God, I am walking today, but it was a long process of learning how to walk again. I was in a wheelchair for a while, but I was hurting a lot physically, emotionally, had to rethink everything. I lost my job. I had to stop going to school. And I had read the book of Psalms right when I got home from the hospital after my accident. And so the timing was perfect because I was hurting in this season. And I thought, wait, is this allowed? Like, is this allowed to be in the Bible? <laughs> like this guy crying himself to sleep? Because same, you know? And I, I honestly couldn't believe what I was reading. Because David is here, he's yelling at God, he's mad at God, and he felt like God was so distant. And for the first time, I felt like the Bible had given me permission to let myself be sad and, you know, mourn the fact that my legs had no longer worked. And I felt like I had permission to hurt, and I didn't have to hide my hurt. I didn't have to hide the fact that I was hurting. This is actually, you guys, first fill-in. Don't hide your hurts from God. Did we get the pens passed out? You guys got them? Awesome. Don't hide your hurts from God. 
Now, this probably won't surprise a lot of you, but you actually can't hide anything from God. <laughs> he knows everything, uh, whether you like it or not. He's listening to everything that you say, everything that you think. And he knows when you're really happy about something, when you're really nervous about something, maybe when you're frustrated with somebody you know. He, he knows when you're feeling really strong at a time, or he knows when you're feeling really self-conscious, and everything in between. He knows exactly what you're feeling. And next I want to um, take some time for you guys to recognize where you're at, what you guys walked into HSM tonight with, how you guys are feeling. And so this next point on your fill-in, it says, right now I am blank. So I want you guys to take a second and think about where am I right now? And I have some example words up on the screen of how you could fill this in. Maybe you're excited about something. Maybe you're nervous or you're feeling jealous, uh, confused. There's a few more sad, maybe heartbroken, lonely. Maybe you feel loved or fearful. Maybe you feel hurt or ashamed. Maybe you feel glad. Maybe you feel grateful. So take a moment right now and just write down one word, a phrase, maybe a few words that you're feeling. I'll give you guys some time. Now, whether you carried into this building um, pain or hurt, I want you guys to know right now that God wants to walk alongside you in that. He's not going to walk away from you. He's there, and he wants to walk with you. If you're feeling excited or joyful about something, God wants to celebrate that with you. He's there with you. And that's because he cares about you. Whatever season Whatever feelings you're in, whatever um, stage of life you're in, God is there with you, and he cares for you. Next, we're going to turn to Isaiah. You guys want to get to that book? I always think it's funny when pastors are like, turn to Isaiah. I'm there. How about you? And then they start reading, and you're like, I'm not even, I haven't even opened it yet, you know? They're like, too slow. What? So I'll actually give you guys some time. <laughs> We're in Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah chapter 41. This is in the Old Testament. Turn to your neighbor if they need help. Why don't you give them a page number maybe? <laughs> Make sure everybody around you is in Isaiah chapter 41. All right, we're getting into Isaiah, Isaiah 41, Isaiah 41. All right, if you haven't found it now, just look at your neighbor's Bible. All right, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 9 through 11. I'm going to start at the bottom of verse 9. It says, I have chosen you. This is God speaking. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. 
Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who opposed you will be as nothing and perish. Now this is a God who cares about you. He will strengthen you. He will help you. He will uphold you with his righteous hand. And he has chosen you. Nobody here is on earth by accident. I want you guys to know that you are here for a purpose. And God has crafted you exactly how you are for a reason. Now, if there's anybody in here who's sitting here thinking, I don't think this message applies to me right now. I already know that God cares about me. This is old news. This is just a repeat. That's a great thing. I'm glad that you already understand this concept. But I'm sure that you know somebody in your life who is hurting right now. Maybe it's a family member or a close friend. And the question that you can be asking yourself tonight is, what can I do? What can we do when someone we know is hurting? Listen to this, ready? When someone you know is hurting, show up and shut up. It's clear as day. Show up and shut up. Yeah, it's nice. So, as we read in the Psalms earlier, let me just get back to it, we know that David, all he wanted God to do was show up and listen to him. I'll read to you guys some of what he wrote again so you hear it. But all that he wanted, all that David was looking for from God was for him to hear his, his cries and hear his tears and show up for him. So again, in Psalms 10, he says, why, Lord, do you stand far off? Again, David wants him to show up. He's saying, where are you, God? I want you to be here. I need you to show up in this time of hurt. Psalms 13 says, how long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? Again, he just wants God to show up. Psalm 17 says, listen to my cry. He just wants to be listened to. He just wants God to listen to his cries. And this is what we can do for those who are hurting. I want to tell you guys a quick story about um, a time that I was able to show up and shut up for somebody. This was um, a college roommate of mine. Um, she had just come home to our apartment after one of the hardest days of her life. She had an older brother who flew all the way across the country to come see her in college, um, and he was a recovering alcoholic. And so he'd been clean for a while, and they were supposed to meet up for lunch that day, and he never showed up. And what happened was he decided to go to a bar that day, and he got drunk, and he relapsed, which means he had gone a significant amount of time without drinking, and then he decided to get drunk that day. So it was really hard for her because she loved her brother. She cared about him. She was really excited to spend this time with him, and he made a very poor life decision. So when I came home that night, she was so emotional and so hurt, and I was able to just sit on the couch, and she just cried on my shoulder for probably an hour straight. We didn't talk. Honestly, I didn't even know what I was supposed to say or what to say, but that's the reality is you don't have to say anything, right? You don't have to have the right words to say. I just showed up and I shut up. And uh, a little bit later, I made her a grilled cheese sandwich and it made her cry again because <laughs> she was like, this is so sweet. And it's been like five years and she still brings up the fact that I made her this grilled cheese because it meant so much to her that I was there for her in this time of pain and hurting. Um, and 
She just felt so loved by me being there for her in this time of hurt. So that's just an example. Show up, shut up, grilled cheese sandwiches. I want to read from you uh, Philippians 2, verse 3 and 4. It says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. So I want to give you guys a quick piece of advice. This is Haley's piece of advice 101. How to make more friends. This is a very easy trick. It works every time. It's very simple. When you meet somebody, be interested in them rather than get them to be interested in you. Does that make sense? You want them, want to be interested in them rather than try and convince them to be interested in you. So what does that mean? What does that look like? Instead of talking all about yourself and all the things that you like and all about you, ask them questions about them. That's how people feel known, how they feel seen, and people instantly like you more if you ask them about them. I guarantee it'll work, just try it out. That's one step, how to make more friends. Whoop, whoop. Haley's Advice 101. Now, to kind of wrap up today, we're answering the question, does God care when we hurt? The simple answer is yes. And the most obvious proof that God cares about us is the gospel of Jesus. God cares so much about us that he let his one and only son die in our place so that we would not have to suffer in hell away from him. Now in heaven, there's, there's no hurt, there's no pain, there's no suffering. But hell, on the other end, is full of pain and hurt and suffering. Now if God didn't care about us, he wouldn't have sent Jesus down to the earth, right? John 3, 16, it says, for God so loved the world. You could even switch this out with the word cares. God so cared for the world, for you, that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Now the one perfect person, this was Jesus, he took all of the sins of every imperfect person so that we could have eternal life in heaven with God and without any hurt. Now let's uh, bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son Jesus, who didn't have to die for our sins, but you chose for this to happen. God, you love us so much that you won't leave us alone, Lord. You want to walk with us in our hurts, in our joy, in our pain, in our suffering, in our days of laughter and excitement and celebration, all of the days, Lord, you want to walk alongside us. God, would you bless this night, every student in here, um, would their life group time be full of great discussions and unity, Lord, we love you so much, and thank you for who you are.